Man Up, brought to you by Construction Professionals, a program dedicated to inspiring and helping men live lives of heroic virtue. Join Joe Stopulis and Father Zach Kowski every Monday at 9 a.m. and 9 p.m. on Iowa Catholic Radio. And now, it's time to Man Up. Welcome to Man Up on Iowa Catholic Radio. We are broadcasting from the Mercy Live Up Studios, heard on 1150 AM, 88.5 FM, 94.5 FM, and around the globe, streaming online at iowacatholicradio.com and on the Iowa Catholic Radio app. Also, please subscribe to our podcast on iTunes and like us on Facebook. I am Joe Stopulis, along with Father Zakowski. Today, we're joined by Patrick Coffin, and our topic is winning the culture war. Father Zach, would you please open us up in a word of prayer? And let us remember that we're in the holy presence of God, in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Heavenly Father, we ask you to give us, your beloved sons, the grace to live out our call of authentic masculinity. Help us to give our lives in service to others, to be present for them, to walk with them, to lead them and guide them to you. Help us also to be attentive and listen to those around us as we seek to grow in friendship with you. And we ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Well, Father Zach, you are indeed manning up. As some of our (laughs) listeners may not know, uh, so a lot of people in the Des Moines area know, but uh, as our listeners may not know, there's a piece of news that came out about you recently. That's right. And what was that news? Uh, you're not going to be with us any, anymore. You're not going to be with us longer. No, Father Zach is uh, joining uh, the Air Force as a chaplain. That's right. So I announced this at the uh, all-school mass at the beginning of the year with Bishop Pates uh, that I had been discerning for a couple of years now uh, a call to serve our nation's military, especially in the Air Force, as a priest chaplain. Uh, it's kind of a a call within a call, if you will. Uh, of course, the calls to the priesthood to serve the people of God. But the call within that is, I think, to serve those who are serving our country. And uh, a couple of years ago, I was on retreat out in Oceanside, California. I was visiting my sister. Uh, they're a Navy family. And uh, while I was on retreat, I was walking around the city, walked from the monastery to the city of Oceanside, and saw two Marines walking around. And I remember thinking... Well, who's looking out for them? Like these these guys are putting their life on the line. It's probably like their first time away from home. But like, who's taking care of them? And I remember that really stuck with me. And then, of course, the retreat center was right next door to the Marines, uh, and so I'd hear explosions and all the things they're doing, you know, for boot camp. Mm-hmm. And so that kind of just got me thinking. And then, you know, knowing what uh, Catholics and non-Catholics go through on deployment, hearing about the need for priests. Uh, from my brother-in-law, you know, that he would go months without the Eucharist and without the sacraments, without seeing a priest. And, uh, you know, if you drive around Des Moines here, uh, even out in the country, you know, you, you can get to a priest. Uh, in Des Moines, you pass by a Catholic church every few minutes, you know, if you're in town. And so um, I think, obviously, there's a great need everywhere for priests. Uh, and this is, uh, I think, something that's been on my heart for, for a couple of years and just an invitation uh, that God is. Extending, so I'm still applying right now. I'm not. I haven't been accepted yet to the Air Force. 
but that's kind of my that's my plan right now. Awesome. Well, we'll obviously, uh, ask all of our listeners to pray for you. I, we've been praying for you, uh, and it's obviously you're a courageous man for for everything you're doing with your priesthood now, uh, possibly serving uh, with the the with the Air Force. So, uh, stick around. We're gonna head to a short break, and when we return, we're gonna have Patrick Coffin joining us. Thank you, construction professionals, for underwriting our show, Man Up. Construction professionals have been long supporters of Iowa Catholic Radio, and we've seen their work firsthand. It's very impressive. They do remodeling or new construction that is innovative, functional, and designing what you want. cpcustomhomes.com. Welcome back to Man Up on Iowa Catholic Radio. We are broadcasting from the Mercy Live Up Studios, heard on 1150 AM, 88.5 FM, and 94.5 FM. I am Joe Stopulis, along with Father Zakowski. Today we're joined by Patrick Coffin. Patrick is a Catholic apologist, author, speaker, and radio show host. For almost eight years, he was the host of the top-rated Catholic radio show in the United States, Catholic Answers Live, and the podcast Catholic Answers Focus. Last year, he launched The Patrick Hoffman Show, which is an independent, listener-supported podcast featuring weekly interviews with A-list influencers and outliers in an effort to recover the Judeo-Christian roots of the culture. Patrick, welcome to the show. Great to be had by you. Uh, thanks for the time and uh, the invite. Well, yeah, we're glad to have you. I've been uh, a big fan of yours for some time now, you know, back, obviously, during your Catholic Answers Live uh, broadcast mm-hmm. every day here at 5 p.m., so listen to you doing that, and then I'm also a podcast junkie. Uh, and so right. caught you a lot on the Catholic Answers Focus, and then now uh, on your on your new show, on the Patrick Coffin Show. So we're glad to have you, yeah. and you know, I, I really just want to uh, to help our listeners get exposed to what you're doing, uh, help them understand sure. uh, kind of your mission and your ministry. But before we get too far ahead of that, you are a convert-turn-apologist, correct? Uh, more accurately, a revert. I was raised, rebelled, and returned. Got it. That's what, my short version. What was the uh, the major turning point for you? Uh, being really good at sinning and feeling extremely lost. <laughs> That's a good point, I guess. And, I'll take uh, that. Yeah, I had I had a series of rock bottoms because I'm because sin makes you stupid. I need an uh, extra set of lessons, and I reached out to I reached out to God uh, in a time of, uh, of of great need. I I went to a local Catholic university, and I lost my faith there. A lot of my professors were ex priests, so there was a kind of a hard left theology taught, and, and part of the instruction was that the Gospels are really not that trustworthy as documents, because so many years went by between the events of Christ's life and Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John getting around to writing it down. So that was one domino. The next domino was um, connecting all that to moral theology. Well, if, if the Gospels are not that reliable, then maybe the teachings of the Church are not that reliable. So um, I, I sort of got formed in a grab-your-sincerity-and-slide mentality, and um, it, it had disastrous results. But the Holy Spirit and a, a, someone by the name of Fulton J. Sheen brought me back to the bosom of the Church, and um, that's really when I fell in love with the, uh, all of the faith, the full meal deal, not just the, the silly cafeteria model. Uh, one of my mentors in life, now a, a dear friend, Peter Craved, oh, yeah. uh, famously said that uh, the Church is our mother who wants us to eat all our vegetables. She's not the lunch lady uh, with the with the hairnet who doesn't really care what you eat. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, so Bishop Shane, of course, the Holy Spirit, and then the teaching of Humana Vitae. Those were all my my return avenues back to the Church. That's great. So, how long between that and starting Catholic Answers? Starting with Catholic Answers. Oh my gosh, many years. Um, boy, twenty twenty five okay. years. So was that was that a I, dream of yours? Uh, was to, yeah. to do that kind of thing? 
I never thought I would ever get the opportunity to come near to the, the apologetics world. Uh, this Rock magazine, even before This Rock, there was another um, uh, tr- sort of a trifle, very simple newsletter. I think it was called The Catholic Answer. So I, my exposure to Catholic Answers was, dates back to the, uh, the late 80s when it was just getting off the ground. So it was just fortuitous and just a strange story how I created a 25-minute CD demo called Pop the Culture. I, I didn't do anything with it because I didn't. I thought it was too Christian for NPR and it was too secular for EWTN. So it just mm-hmm. sat on a shelf gathering dust until I heard that Jerry Usher was leaving. So I, I popped that CD in the mail and got an, an audition, which led to another audition, and I was the last man standing. Wow. So it's it yeah. huge grace to, to be part of life-changing conversations on the air. And just listening to Catholic Answers, you know, especially when you were there, uh, I think my first exposure was you, uh, my first exposure to Catholic Answers was you mm-hmm. hosting, and mm-hmm. it just seemed like the Holy Spirit was working deeply in that, you know, and the people that would be calling in. And I wonder, yeah. what were some of the recurring themes you were hearing from people as they they talked to you? You talked to hundreds of people, probably thousands? Yeah. Yeah, thousands of people, uh, two hours a day for almost eight years. Um, well, I, I think the biggest, the biggest uh, element that, that most of the callers have in common is that they're working off an assumption of what Catholicism is, how it works, and what it teaches. So most of the work of any seasoned apologist is, is helping them to understand that their beliefs about the Church are false, and then going from there. Like, we do not worship statues or Mary. Mary's not the fourth, pers- fourth person of the Trinity. Um, we do not believe in works righteousness. We do not believe you can be good enough to enter heaven. Um, we, we don't hate women. Um, we don't... Um, uh, and there's lots of <laughs> myths that have to be exploded before you have a real conversation. And uh, people often say, well, you guys were so good at converting people. We know, uh, all Catholics who are disciples know, that no one converts anybody else. The Holy Spirit is the agent of, of conversion. To, uh, to Christ. However, most people will not admit on the spot that their positions are wrong. So we emphasize one step at a time, 10,000 seed plantings over time. Very few people, if you've listened to any radio broadcast, such as Catholic Answers Live, over time, it's, it almost never produces someone on the air saying, oh my gosh, <laughs> I, I, I'm fallacious, I need to correct my views. No. So if you generally... Heresy, what have I been doing? <laughs> yeah, so, but it, again, gentleness, respect. Now look at look at atheists. I always this always cracked me up. Put yourself in the position of an atheist calling Catholic Answers Live or or any show, let's say Iowa Catholic Radio Show, and they want to engage Catholics on the air. They believe that we're like folks who believe in the Tooth Fairy. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. why would you call up a show that considers the truth, the Tooth Fairy, to to be an existent being, and yet they keep calling? Why? Because grace is at work, and they know there's something true there. They can't quite articulate it, so they're reaching out in this uh, cry of the heart to find out that the real the real deal. So the, the key is patience. I love that the Holy Spirit inspired St. Paul in 1 Corinthians 13. We all know that famous reading, right? The qualities of love. Love is... Patient. Patient. Kind. Isn't life one series of frustrations, one after the other? So life, life is, uh, you know, love is patient. So that's a long-winded way of saying <laughs> the, 
the main thing that most callers have in common is that they misunderstand in a fundamental way what the church teaches and why. You're listening to IO Catholic Radio. Today we're talking with Patrick Coffin. The show title is, is Winning the Culture War, which is a good segue to where you're going next. So you're with Catholic Answers for eight years, roughly. Uh, and then you start PatrickCoffin.net, kind of Patrick Coffin Ministries. Can you tell us about what helped you or what, what inspired you to do that? Well, I, I left on very good terms. I had the, the greatest team, the greatest job. I, I, just, I was a happy camper. Uh, I realized over time that I wanted to do uh, shows topics and and guests that had a broader base of cultural uh, interest. So I wanted to interview influencers and people who you know, were way off the EWTN grid. And uh, that's really what, that was sort of the linchpin that started me off this, this idea of going solo. Uh, the website's patrickcoffin.media. You mentioned the .net. That's the Catholic content site. Got it. Uh, but for the blog and the podcast, patrickcoffin.media is a place to find out more about the show. It, it uploads uh, every Tuesday. And I've interviewed uh, Ross Douthat of the New York Times. Um, uh, next week's guest is Tucker Carlson of Fox oh, News. Awesome. He's got yeah. a whole, hilarious new book called Ship of Fools. <laughs> We're going to be talking about that. Uh, Jordan Peterson of the University of Toronto, the top psychologist yeah. in the world now. I've interviewed him we four do, times. We just so, did two episodes yeah. on 12 Rules for Life, actually, last month. So, Oh, right on. Okay. He's very impressive. Yeah, well, yeah. 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 So, yeah, culture is upstream from so many things, like education and politics. It's all about the kind of human persons that we're, we're producing, mm-hmm. and we're producing them from things called marriages, and marriages take a strong man and a strong woman. So um, I, I find myself frequently returning to the crisis of masculinity. Uh, men are clearly, it's not even controversial, men are the weaker sex. More male babies die in utero from miscarriage than females. 90% of all incarcerated persons are male. Men are most likely to break up families, leave because of alcoholism, depression, and so on. And so we're in the midst of this crisis of what it means to be a man. And that, that theme keeps recurring. So I've interviewed amazing people like Dr. Uh, Reverend Gordon Dalby. D- check this guy out, D-A-L-B-E-Y. Gordon Dalby writes uh, beautifully on uh, on masculine spirituality and, and male identity. And so men have to look in the mirror because we're the servant leaders. Um, we're the ones who are supposed to imitate Christ in serving our brides. It's not authoritarianism. It's not lording it over. It's laying down our lives. And as the Latinists used to say, nemo dad quon nom habet, or you can't give what you don't have. So men are, are in extra need today of affirmation as men, and they're not getting it from the culture. So we have to provide it as the church. You know, I heard uh, the other day, uh, just kind of a current news item, but a, a senator from Hawaii uh, speaking on camera told, basically said the men of America need to shut up and step up. And I think um, mm-hmm. uh, I'd like to hear your just maybe your thoughts about how do we live this this kind of stepping up in the culture we're in right now, especially this past year? Well, I guess there's more than one way to understand shut up and step up. Uh, I'm a Catholic, so I like the both-and principle. Why can't we speak up and step up? Mm-hmm. Um, if our voices have something valuable to say, we need to be talking and we need to be doing. Um, I, I think at the bottom of this crisis, it's not really... You can't just look at leadership and say we need better leaders or better politicians. And it's not just that men are are discouraged from 
from standing up as men for fear of being accused of, of exhibiting toxic masculinity. I think it goes to identity. Before men are leaders, whether it's Knights of Columbus or the priesthood or parish council or being a lector or standing for, for official office, uh, before that, they're husbands and fathers. But before that, they're sons. So in, in the talks that I give to men, I emphasize sonship. That's mm-hmm. the key. If you don't know that you're a son of the God of the universe, then you're going to be confused about what it means to be a husband and a father and a public leader. And so this goes to the father wound, right? So many men suffer this father wound, whether from neglect or their own dads did not have the tools to provide this salient masculine model. So the problem compounds itself. And uh, blessed be God, you know, our Heavenly Father loves to teach us. He loves to step in and be that, that true father. No matter how good your earthly father is, he's not your true father. You know, he's sort of, he's on loan over you, if you will, temporarily. But our, our true father is the God of the universe. And so it goes back to, who am I? Well, before I'm anything else, I'm the son, a son of God. Uh, I had a great line over lunch today. My daughter goes, Dad, you're the best dad in the world. She's five. She goes, you're the best dad in the world. She goes, ah, <laughs> actually, you know what? You're a pretty good dad. She goes, Joseph was the best dad in the world. That's a good answer. <laughs> good answer. Uh, oh, Patrick, in addition, and you kind of, we talked about this a little bit, a lot of your guests that were on there. You know, you said Jordan Peterson. You've had Father Spitzer. You've had Edward Fazer. A whole yep. slew of guests. And then from a topics, I mean, you guys really do hit uh, almost all topics. Nothing's off limits. The Pope, the Church, Islam, movie, music, uh, I, pornography. You've talked about them multiple times. It's a Wonderful yep. Life. You did talk about It's a Wonderful Life. A little side note. Yep. Donna Reed, obviously you know from Iowa. I ended up, I have a yep. client in Denison and visited that museum the week after mm-hmm. the week after you guys had that episode. Um, but point being, mm-hmm. you guys go all over the map. And I think it's great Um from a, you know, we kind of get stuck in the same ruts, and I think uh, it's, it's just kind of refreshing to get a, a Catholic view. You kind of baptize all these different subjects and, and give them the Catholic spin. Um, and so, again, I think that's a great ministry that you're doing. And within that, kind of the confines of what you're doing there, you do hit a lot of these important issues. Um, what do you think, we, we touched on a few of them here, what are the three biggest challenges that you think are facing men today? My gosh, just three? Okay, you can three. go like, more. I just wanted, I wanted at least. Want, yeah. I wanted at least three. Which which of my kids do I love the most? Uh, well, <laughs> in no particular order, I think uh, the number one uh, challenge is this identity crisis. Who am I? Am I uh, my sports team fandom? Am I known by the team that I cheer for? Am I known for my portfolio, my my paycheck size? Um, am I known by? you know, all these uh, external markers, or am I known by who I am through baptism? And that's the Son of God the Father, who loves me, who gives me my masculine identity. Um, we have a whole nation of super moms now, and they're great. I mean, what, where on earth would we be without single mothers mm-hmm. who heroically juggle multiple things? Um, so hats off to single moms. That said, mothers cannot help, they cannot produce strong men. Boys need men and fathers to become men. They have to get it from models who are like them. Um, and so this back to the crisis of, of identity. Uh, I think, number two, I think men are attracted to false substitutes for intimacy, whether it's pornography or the, the excitement of an affair or living a double life. I think men are prone to shiny metal objects. And a lot of men sort of enter into a, an agreement where, they won't let things go too far, you know, in their minds anyway, with porn use or with this distracted life. 
that they're living that their their wives have no idea about. Um, but the the problem is, is that the more you sin, the more you stray, uh, the pleasure of that sin becomes its own punishment, and so men end up spiraling um, out of control unless they confront it. And there's no cure for sin except repentance. So I think that the temptation to fall into pornography or, or the power that comes with having a big portfolio or a large car and so on. Um, so there's that. Um, finally, I, th- I, think, I think men are afraid to be vulnerable. I think they identify the Christian life with Jesus as Barney or Jesus as Mr. Rogers. Like, it's, it's as though a Christian man is supposed to be nice, just a nice guy, and not a warrior, not someone who's ready to storm the field and kick butt. So I think that that false understanding of Christian leadership is, is another challenge that men have to deal with. Uh, let's face it, church is a feminine environment nowadays. You go to Mass either on Sunday or through the week, 60% plus are women. Women tend to be the parish leaders. They tend to be, uh, you know, CCD teachers. I'm not saying it's bad or wrong. I'm just saying many men feel uncomfortable in that environment because it just lacks that masculine kick or edge. Um, uh, my future guest, uh, Dr. Leon Podles, talks about this in his book. By the way, he'd be a great guest for you guys, uh, P-O-D-L-E-S. The book is called uh, The Church Impotent, The Feminization of Christianity. Uh, so I think he lays his hand on a problem. So those are those are three that come to mind off the top of my head. So your your tagline is "Be a saint." What else is yep. there? Uh, given the, those three that you gave us, how do we become saints? Uh, you become saints by spending time with the one who can make you a saint, and that's our Lord Jesus Christ. <laughs> one of my uh, <coughs> pardon me mentors in life is a, a deceased uh, speaker. I've learned a ton from this guy. His name is Jim Rohn. R O H N. He's all over YouTube. And uh, Jim Rohn famously said that you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. So if you're, if I'm, if there are golfers listening to me right now, every golfer knows what happens when a really good golfer joins the foursome. Uh, everybody's game goes up. Um, if you're, if you're in any kind of enterprise, if someone who's really good at what they do joins your circle, you are inspired to be like them. So it's a good, it's a good thought experiment. Who are the five people closest to me? And, and why is that? Do I want to be like them? Because over time, you do become like them. And the second part of that, how to become a saint, is, is Christ one of your five? And if he is, you've got to book time to spend time with him, whether it's the rosary or just sitting and just making a visit to the sacraments. But that, that they, the contact has to be daily to grow in that friendship. And a saint is nothing other than another Christ. That's what a saint is, letting him fashion your life so that when people look at you, they see not just you, but the one who's changed you. I hope that makes sense. Patrick, uh, we got to wrap things up. Uh, any yep. books you'd recommend to our listeners? Any what should I recommend? Uh, any books? Oh, my gosh. Uh, how much do I have? <laughs> how much time? <laughs> well, uh, yeah, I, I've been an avid reader since I was about six, and I, I've been, I'm a slow, tragically, I'm a slow reader, but I would recommend uh, Brant Petrie has a book called Jesus the Bridegroom. Excellent summary of how Christ fulfills Old Testament prophecies as the bridegroom. Really good book for men to read. I'd recommend anything by Gordon Dalby, D-A-L-B-E-Y. I would start with maybe uh, Healing the Masculine Soul. 
Uh, I like uh, anything by Peter Craved. He has a, a wonderful book, very short, easy to read, called Jesus Shock. So you've got right. like eighty to uh, choose right. from. So I'm glad you gave us one specific. Yeah, one with it. yeah. So that, that, that'll get you going. Yeah, <laughs> uh, we had him on the show, and and uh, yeah, he was great. He said great he guest. said yep. that he said that his favorite of everything he's written in all eighty books, Jesus Shock. It was that one. That one page on like the beginning of chapter three, uh, he went down very specifically as his favorite thing he ever wrote. So, uh, oh, really? Okay, yeah, that's that's terrific. He wrote the forward to my book, the contraception deception, which is better than my book, which is why people should get it. <laughs> <laughs> the website yeah. is uh, patrickhoffman dot media, and yep. uh, Patrick, th- thank you so much for joining us today. Really enjoyed uh, speaking with you, and God bless you and your. Your, especially your media presence, your media ministry. Yeah, keep up the fight. Thanks awesome. so much for joining us. All right, love to hit uh, Iowa someday. Uh, well, thanks for your priesthood, Father, and thanks for the invite, Joe. Thanks so much. Uh, we're going to head to a short break, and when we return, we'll be back up to wrap up this episode on winning the culture war. My help comes Welcome back to Man Up on Iowa Catholic Radio. I am Joe Stockios along with Father Zach Kautsky, and it was great to have Patrick Coffin on. Yeah, I always appreciate his insights and uh, enjoy listening to him as well on the radio. You know, obviously when he left Catholic Answer, I was kind of lost. Like, oh, no, what's, what's going to happen mm-hmm. here? And then obviously, you know, it's good that he picked up his own media and now he's expanded it. It was kind of like with Bishop Barron. I remember when he, when, when he got called to be bishop, I'm like, well... That's fine, as long as I don't mess with all my Word on Fire stuff, yeah. and sure enough, they're expanding. Now, what's so the saying? Uh, t- if you want to make God laugh, tell him your plans. Yeah, exactly. You know, so, so that's where we're at. Always uh, calling people to, I think, out of our comfort zone. Mm-hmm. That's right. Well, just to give you a, a small sampling, again, we talked about a little bit of it, but but Patrick's show, what's going on, It's they're really hitting a lot of different issues. I'm going to throw out just the ones from July and, and beginning of August. Contraception and the Eclipse of the Body with Christopher West. How to Defend Humanae Vitae by Dr. Janet Smith, uh, How the Christian uh, America Turned Secular, and then he went into the fascinating rise of the horror genres, talking about mm-hmm. uh, movies, and then right after the scandal in Philadelphia, he had Dr. Ralph Martin on to talk about it with the episode Dear Troubled Catholic. So again, it hits a, a wide variety of the yeah. things in the, in the culture, mm-hmm. not just Catholic, but things uh, outside of the church as well. And I think his... Uh that kind of broad appeal to what's on people's minds and hearts. I think that's really, really important that we engage the culture. So I applaud him for that. Yeah, and you can obviously tell that he, he understands men's issues too. I mean, I think uh, anyone like him who, who spends his time looking at the culture and, and trying to dissect how we went wrong as a culture, one of the most obvious answers has to be men, that we're not doing our job as men. If we were, think of how much uh, how much less violence we'd have, how, how much how many less people would be in jail? How much less drugs would be in the street? If we step up as men, a lot of these problems go away, and that's why we have this show, and that's yeah. why we do that. So uh, in addition to his show, and we talked about the podcast, go to uh, CoffinNation.com. Uh, he's got a trailer there for what's coming up uh, for his new media as well, CoffinNation.com. And thanks again for joining us uh, on Man Up on IO Catholic Radio. For Father Zakowski, I am Joe Stopulis. It's time to man up. Man Up, inspiring men to live out their call to holiness with Joe Stopulis and Father Zach Kautsky. Heard Mondays at 9 a.m. and 9 p.m. on Iowa Catholic Radio. Brought to you by Construction Professionals.